Hello, I'm Martin. And I'm Angelina. And this is the CX Cast. Welcome back to the CX Cast. I'm here today with zero special guests, but I am here today with Angelina. <laughs> because Angelina, as ever, has been doing more research on culture and on today, the what integration interface, what's the right word between EX and CX? We're talking about building bridges building between bridges. CX and EX management. So measurement, different conversation, but management, lots of questions to answer. Right. So we have a bit of a model to talk through, but where I want to start is let's do the level set. Hopefully our audience knows what CX is by now. They probably know what EX is, but like what's, let's define what we're talking about here because there's misconceptions. We often use the same word to mean different things. So de define. Yeah, sure. So while customer experience, we talk about all the touch points between the customer and the organization and their perceptions of the relationship. The employee experience, we don't talk about touch points because employees are living this experience day in and day out. So employee experience has, yes, journeys and touch points, but they also have things like wellness, well-being, burnout considerations, uh, total rewards. There's a lot to the employee experience because they are, in a lot of ways, at the mercy of an organization. Yes, they can hopefully walk away, but it's not as simple as a customer being able to walk away. Right. So they've got a, a kind of a, what you would call in the past HR function as well as their experience of the employee. Yeah. And let me differentiate there. It's a good point. So HR, traditional HR is very much about protecting the organization, protecting the business, right? sometimes from the employee. So making sure that the employee is fulfilling the contract and yes, giving them the resources necessary to fulfill that contract. EX has kind of sprouted up as the, okay, the employee's experience matters and there are a lot of tangible and intangible things that ensure that they don't just fulfill the contract, but they have a deep relationship with us. They want to stay because high turnover is costly. They want to do what is right by the customer because that morality kind of goes beyond what's in the contract. You know, those behaviors in the moment that are right for the customer go beyond what we have in the contract. So. EX is, is borrowing from CX quite a bit in terms of let's do human-centered understanding and design of the employee's experience. Let's measure in a certain way and let's prioritize improvements to the employee experience. So there are common techniques like journey mapping, for instance, that spread across the two. There are, which is why this report even started because CX leaders realized they could get into the game of EX through the techniques that they are experts on. But then I guess there's a critical difference here, which is you're, you're paying your employees to show up at work, whereas you're trying to convince your customers to shop with you. So there is a very different relationship. You bring some of your consumer behaviors to work, but you have a different relationship with the brand you work for. Yes, and this is where the management questions start to come up because HR and EX functions that have grown out of HR feel like they have a keen understanding of what makes the employee wanna stay, what makes the employee wanna go, what makes the employee wanna do what you're asking them to do. That is very different from the understanding of what makes a customer want to stay, go, or do what you're hoping they will do. And the difficulty here, I, I said this wasn't about measurement, but I'm going to bring measurement in. The number one problem here is that 
not all that data across employee experience and customer experience can just be shared. We can't necessarily ask HR for employee data to help understand what's motivating them to deliver a customer experience. So that's where we find we have to have different models so that we can do what we can to connect employee and customer experiences, improve customer experiences with consideration to the employee. Yeah, and the, the data and privacy thing is interesting. We've had Enzo Yanapolo on the podcast before, and she talked about um, we have an employee privacy segmentation that very much shows people have very different attitudes at work in terms of privacy of their data. Some people go to work and become much happier with data being shared and used. Other people get very suspicious about why employers might want data about them, what they might do with it. Yeah, and it's got more complicated post-pandemic as leaders are trying to figure out whether they should do hybrid or in person. Should we be looking at who badges in and how long they're staying? Should we be looking at, you know, monitoring laptops? What's the CPU? What's going on with app usage? Are they actually being productive? Those questions are very HR traditional. Mm -hmm. And what CX pros are suggesting is that that sort of monitoring isn't what's going to get gains for the customer. The human-centered approach of EX will get gains for the customer the right and sustainable way. So trying to figure out what to measure, and sometimes CX wants to propose new measurements anyways. You know, they see what HR's annual EX survey is, and they say, that's not even the data we need to move forward. We need to understand something that's more closely connected with customer experience. We need to unpack productivity because productivity isn't actually telling us what good work looks like. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I do have strong opinions on this, having been an employee for many years. But have you? It, I never became an entrepreneur. I never started my own business. Maybe I should have, but my opinions are rooted in my own feel that that um, happy people at work make customers happy, and that monitoring people and tracking them is probably a bit big brotherish. But I know different companies have different opinions, and this is this is yeah. So. Before I spiral off into like my own talk track, <laughs> you've been out and talking to all these organizations and you've identified three different bridging models, haven't you? So talk us through the, the three different relationship models you see. Yeah, at a high level, the three options here are that CX and EX are managed together. Now, HR still exists as a separate organization that is ensuring the contract is fulfilled, protecting the organization, but there is a combined function that cares about the employee and cares about the customer equally and is considering both equally when improving customer experiences and also understanding there needs to be separate employee experiences to improve that will then support the customer experience. So one function to do both. Now, that's just option one, because in some organizations, that isn't the reality. There are some organizations where there is an EX function that sprouted up either in HR or adjacent to HR and a CX function that sprouted up. In some cases, there was even a CX leader that moved into EX, started an EX function. They're still separate, but they work well together. And that's usually the case where they understand human-centered design, they're pretty mature in measurement, and they're really strong collaborators. The culture is, is one of strong collaboration. That can work really well. And then the third option is really just collaborating, thinking of each other as centers of excellence, identifying when to bring CX into an EX discussion, pretty rare, or when to bring EX into a CX discussion. In a lot of cases, CX is happy to bring EX into the discussion to lend their expertise. 
So you've got integrated, you've got collaborative, and then you've got, we go to you for advice. And we're talking here about, say, employee journey, like the onboarding journey, the getting help, my laptop's broken journey. We're not talking about the store associate's role in serving the customer and how we would do kind of paired customer and employee journey mapping. Yes. And that is an important aspect that EX should definitely play a role in discussing. But when we think about improving the employee experience, we start to get the question of, should we think of them as an internal customer? Therefore, CX has all these tools to help design that experience. Should we have CX do it? Or should we have a separate function that is employee experience do it? Because again, they understand this sort of captive agent that is the employee. So based on your three models, you got kind of combined, collaborate, and however else you want to think about it, uh, consult. <laughs> consult. Three Cs. I knew there were three Cs. You got um, it. Why, what would make me pick one versus the other? What are the kind of operating criteria? Well, when I started the conversations, I went to the biggest organizations to start, you know, Fortune 10, Fortune 20, to see what they were doing. And in a lot of cases, CX and EX were separate. And that's because they were such big organizations that no one leader could hold in their head all the understanding and priorities for CX and all the understanding and priorities for EX. There was just too much going on. In some cases, it worked if we were talking about like a contact center where it was its own ecosystem. So they could say, okay, I lead the contact center and I care about the EX in the contact center. And I care about the CX in the contact center. But in a big organization where we're thinking about all the different parts across all the different departments, it made sense to keep it separate and come together as needed. So that was the first trend I observed. Then in slightly smaller organizations, you start to see pretty strong CX teams maturing and wanting to do more and seeing a gap in what HR was doing and starting to bring in their own EX practices with or without HR's full buy-in, which they eventually hit that barrier of data they hit that barrier of buy-in to stand up meaningful new experiences for the employee. So I don't always recommend that. I understand that you have to start somewhere, but the best collaborations were one where HR really understands that CX offers new services to make it easier to know a path forward for the employee. So the CX teams, that are the, the middle scenario you described where the CX teams are kind of stepping in and, and possibly overstepping their remit or possibly you know, trying to help. Are they doing that because they want to drive customer centricity, drive a culture of customer experience, or are they doing it because they see an opportunity to make the employee experience better? Yes. So in one large retail bank, they were trying to drive a culture of customer centricity. They also realized that they could fix tools and training. They could fix enablement on the front lines for employees. They could add to the empowerment, employee sense of empowerment on the front lines. But in some cases, they had salary issues that they couldn't address. You know, they just weren't paying people enough, maybe, or they weren't giving enough time off. Those things needed to go all the way through to HR. And without a strong collaborative relationship, they weren't going to be able to make those big changes or make the case for those big changes. And HR was not used to people coming to them and saying, hey, can we fundamentally change this role? And also, can we change the benefits package? Those were conversations that they usually think at such a high level across the whole employee population that having a tailored conversation wasn't, wasn't usually up for discussion. 
And that's, that's an interesting dimension here because I think we do increasingly see that, particularly with banks, with contact centers, with that anywhere where we're trying to do agent empowerment. That brings a change to culture. Obviously, you do a lot of research for culture, but it brings a change to job, job description, skills you need. And in contact centers, the stress of the job as well as AI or bots begin to answer a lot of the low hanging questions and the agents begin to take on much more complex, stressed customers, angry customers. There's a huge cultural and job impact component to trying to improve customer experience. Yes, there is. I think we oversimplify it too. And maybe this report is guilty of it to say it's just about CX and EX when there are so many different players. Frontlines in a lot of cases could be impacted by operations, supply chain issues. They don't have the answers for the customer. They can't get the information from disparate systems. That's not just CX and HR or EX, but what I will say is when when those two can collaborate well, we then unlock the culture of collaboration. EX and HR, you know, are working across the business and can help say, here's a relationship with IT, here's how we've worked on this problem with IT in this other space too. So building that initial bridge leads to more of a culture of collaboration overall. So tangibly. I'm going to ask from two different perspectives. So question one, you're a CX leader. You've got a HR team. They're not really doing EX. What do you do? Do you dive in? Do you stay away? I So a couple things. First of all, and I know we always give this answer. Do you have... It, it depends. <laughs> do you have someone at the top that can say, yes, I think there is an opportunity here for EX? Maybe you need to build the business case to start. So let's even take a step back from there. Building the business case to connect CX and EX. Here's what I recommend. Rather than trying to tell this whole story of CX and EX are interconnected and trying to quantify that in a business case, I would look at the top priorities for improvement that HR is looking at and the top priorities we're looking at for CX and just isolate. Maybe it's the third thing on your list and the top of HR's list and you're seeing connections there. Build out the business case from those connections. Focus on one thing to start. We need a stronger sense of belonging because we are having issues with diversity and engagement and our customers are feeling that because we are not capturing certain segments. Start to make those connections, build the business case around that, and then say what you have to offer. We can offer this design thinking process to figure out exactly how we can help employees feel a sense of belonging that will translate to better customer experiences. And just start with one initiative rather than trying to storm the gates and own EX because right. no one's going to be convinced that you know what you're doing with employee experience. Trust me, I came from the CX team to the future of work team at Forrester and everyone was like, let me tell you a few things about employee experience that you don't know yet. <laughs> they, right. they think differently, they have different philosophies, and they're very put off if you come in and start treating employees like customers. So start with one initiative, yeah. make the connections, build the bridges, and then build out the practice from there. So look at your pulse surveys or whatever data HR is giving you to identify, hey, we, you know, we have tools that can help this. Yes. So that's pragmatic. So the opposite question, you're a newly appointed EX leader. You've got a strong CX team sitting over there managing what's going on in the downstream retail business or the banks. What do you do? Do you reach out to them and go, hey, you could help me? Or do you keep them at arm's length because because of what you just described. Yeah, collaboration is always the answer. And actually, I got to interview Fiesta Restaurant Group for this. They have a bunch of fast food restaurant chains. What's interesting about them is they have someone that leads EX who used to be in CX. 
So she understands both sides of it and really appreciates what, what collaboration can do. What she realized is that we have ultimately every CX question leads to an EX answer. So getting in the habit of asking CX to frame the question the way they believe the question should be framed and then giving the EX answer to that is just a simple framework so that going forward, they can understand where the collaboration actually happens. She keeps them very close and collaborative, and that has led to some really significant changes for the business. I mean, Fiesta Foods had to decide to raise prices because customers wanted quality, and they're very price sensitive, but they made the right decision because they realized that they needed to give employees the ability to deliver that quality, and that cost money. And when the employees could deliver better quality, they were also delivering it with, with happiness, to your point. So... Understanding how all these pieces come together versus just being hyper-focused on deliver better quality to the customer created some extra benefits in the process. Yeah, so the the, the value drivers of what makes me feel good at work yeah. is actually linked to the value driver for the customer. So this has been a fascinating run through a topic that we could go much deeper on. You can find Angelina's report, Build the Right Bridge Between EX and CX Management on Forrester.com if you're a customer. If you're not, probably be doing a blog on the topic yeah sure <laughs> you are now um any final thoughts angelina on the bridge between ex and cx i would say every situation is unique but i think it's more about picturing the end goal of what you want your relationship whether you're in cx or ex what you want your relationship to be so that we aren't trying to drown out the voice of ex or drown out the voice of cx we're trying to have a balanced scorecard for both and on that note of wisdom, thank you, Angelina. And thank you to producers Ellie and Julia, without whom none of this would happen. If you want to get in touch, email us at cxcast at forester.com. As always, you can find us at forester.com or on your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to like and subscribe and tune in next time for more CX Insights.